Eric Eager was great. Love Eric yeah. Eager. There you go. You know, freestyle for us. Oh, he yeah. is so yeah. good. Yeah. He's also a big WNBA better. Is he? Yeah, we, we were talking about the Aces. He's on uh, Jackie Young props tonight. Uh, he's on Chelsea Gray props tonight. He's on the Liberty plus seven and a half. Really? Where's yeah, he, getting he these, is. I swear. Where, where's he getting these props at? Is what I need to know. Got shop around. Got, got any more of them props? Got to go shopping uh, for a little bit. Guys, Messi just scored. Messi just scored again. It's two nil. Inter Miami. Ridiculous. They are now minus five fifty favorites on the money line. We are thirty three minutes into the first half, and it's looking pretty good for my guy Messi. Cubs is. about to get underway in eighteen minutes. You guys, joining me. Cubbies against the White Sox and free fall. I got, I got yeah, two I bullets in the chamber that. for this game, for baseball tonight, and I'm keeping it at that. All right, that's fair. Baseball, that's, if, if I, I keep it, it small with baseball, I'm a lot more fair. comfortable with it at this point because I've watched you go through the emotional roller coaster, and I had that happen a little last week. So I'm just last night was good in baseball for me, so I'm just gonna gonna keep it at a couple. Just keep it at a couple. I, I did tease something. I, even I, though... It was on my. Go ahead. Go sorry, on. Ryan. No, no. Go I on. I'm just go. gonna say that I I was I was looking at Kyle Hendricks game logs. Uh, and I, f- I would feel very good about it. I just, I just like fading the Yankees more. So, but it yeah. was on the list. Good call on fading the Yankees. Already down three nothing in that game. They have given up on this season. Yeah. Given up. They are going to be an absolute dumpster fire the rest of the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Fade the Yankees. Fade the White Sox. That's the way that I'm going the rest of the season. Uh, I've made an announcement. Okay. Um, off the air though, to you guys. Okay. Trish, are you I'm making it make on an, the air now? I'm going to make an announcement to you All now. Right. I am officially right. in on the Green Bay Packers for the 2023 season. I'm so in that I bet them over seven and a half wins, minus 120 over at BetMGM, just about five minutes ago, actually. And the reason is because I just think that that's a little bit, I mean, like, you're looking at the win totals for Green Bay the last decade plus, 10 and a half, 11, the last three years, other than last year, of course. Um, their updated win total at one point was like 13 and a half. Jordan Love doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers from five, six years ago or Aaron Rodgers from two years ago when he was the back-to-back MVP. I just think he needs to be better than Aaron Rodgers was last season when he was playing hero ball with a broken thumb and two rookie wide receivers and a beat-up offensive line. I think Jordan Love will be able to do that. I think they're going to run the ball a lot with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. You still have a really good offensive line with Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. And I think the defense bounces back this season. So... Green Bay over seven and a half wins. I've been talked into it. So not a Super Bowl bet for the first time in the last two decades, but I am in over seven and a half wins. I actually had to text a friend to get this bet in for me, though. $750, Trista. Special friend. That's all I could get down on the Packers. $750 (laughs) for them to win eight games. I like the Packers to win the division. I like them to win the division. Plus, Plus 400. Yes, I do. I'm not I'm not sold on the Bears yet. I'm just not sold. Yeah, they might be a year away. You know, I mean, like that defense is still going to be pretty bad. Uh, you signed two and linebackers. the O line. I know they've made they've made some changes to the O line, but they were thirtieth, I think, in the league last year. Offensive line, yeah. they got a ton of pressure on Justin Fields. He had to run for his life. The only reason he didn't get demolished on a day to day, you know, weekend to weekend basis, is he's got great scrambling ability. So I don't, I don't think they're going to be this powerhouse offense, and I definitely don't think defensively they're going to be great. 
Yeah, they might be still a year away. I, I do still like them to go over the win total. I don't know if they win the North. The North is tough, man. Maybe it just ends up being Chalky. It ends up being Detroit. I can't. At that price, I can't get there. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're doing it's it again. You're forgetting maybe, the Vikings. Maybe it's Minnesota. They can't I mean, do anything defensively, but they couldn't do it last year, and they won 13 games. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it can't get much worse for them defensively. Yeah, you lose the Darius Smith. You no. lose a little bit in the secondary, but you add some. I I can still see them maybe being a 10-win team. I mean, Justin Jefferson's awesome. We know how good Jordan Addison is. I mean, we don't know how good he is yet because he's a rookie, but he looks pretty good uh, early on, and he looked really good at USC. Who knows? They were the 31st-ranked defense last year, so it can only get a little worse. They could be 32nd. Yeah, and that's like, it. everybody's overreacting <laughs> to, like, Delvin Cook being gone. They were the 26th rushing offense in the league with Delvin Cook last year, so I don't think there's much of a drop-off. I think, if anything, you just need consistency on, consistency on the offensive line. They didn't have their uh, combination start every single game last year. Yeah, I mean, Delvin Cook still feels like he's not, like he's obviously not in his prime, but there's enough there where you feel like, you know, a guy can kind of be on, like, the last gasp of their prime. Yeah. Like, it's just there's a little bit there Derek at times. Henry. But you know, yeah, Derrick Henry is a great example, and which is funny that you say that because the guy had 1,500 yards rushing last year. We're like, yeah, he's probably on the back end of like the prime of his career. They're trying to trade him in the offseason. The guy ran for 1,500 yards. We do have some Dalvin Cook numbers that are out now since he signed with the Jets yesterday. One year, $8.6 million. 650 and a half rushing yards. It's juiced to the under at minus 125. The overs at plus 105. What makes this so complicated is is not the beginning of the year. Because, like, Dalvin Cook's probably going to get a decent amount of carries. They're going to give him an opportunity. It's what happens once Brees Hall comes back and what those that the load looks like. Do they ease Brees Hall back coming off a torn ACL, which is probably the smart move you almost treat this year as, like, a work him back into playing shape year and get ready for complete start next year. But I could see Dalvin Cook going over 650, considering he had, what, 1,100 yards rushing last year still, even if he's splitting some carries, because he's going to get more opportunities early on in the season. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a, a really good, important call to, to think about is what if Brees Hall isn't really being used to the degree that he was used last year until like week six? You know? Yeah, and I mean, I that's mean, what they're saying. They're going to be mm-hmm. really cautious bringing yep. him back. I mean, he just got back today. You know what I mean? So I would expect probably like maybe like 10 to 12 carries, if, if even, 8 to 10 carries, maybe the first couple weeks of the season. Maybe you split the carries between him and Delvin Cook. I don't know that I want to run and bet the over on the rushing yards. Maybe like a touchdown prop. Like Mm -hmm. when we talk about Zeke, I could see him getting some goal line touches. Obviously, Delvin Cook's a different type of back. But what concerns me is he's probably going to catch a bunch of balls out of the backfield. He might average like four or five receptions per game in that offense. Um, And how are they going to use Michael Carter now? I want to see a little bit more of the preseason uh, and see how they use Carter a little bit here. Or if he even makes the team, he should pretty damn good. Well, there's also the thing to think about, too. They're going to be throwing the football. Right. Like, you have Aaron Aaron Rodgers. So, you don't have to run the ball like you're the Falcons anymore, either, which makes it... I mean, listen, all of these new running back situations are complicated, right? Ezekiel Elliott, 425 and a half, plus 105 to the over, minus 125 to the under. The touchdown props at four and a half. Yeah, I want that. That's even money. That's even money to the over. I like that, too, because... There's an opportunity for a lot of goal line for Ezekiel Elliott, where he's not maybe going to get a ton of carries, but you bring him in there on third and goal on the three-yard line, and he's punching it up the middle, and you're going to use him that way. And Ramondre Stevenson, 
gets a bulk of the carries on first and second down, which it's still at 8.50 and a half. I would take the under on that, too. That's minus 110. Touchdowns are at 5.5. It, it, it's going to be more Ramondre Stevenson and maybe not as much Ezekiel Elliott except specific situations compared to like where we kind of look at Dalvin Cook and go, ah, he could he could get a little bit more than you know what you're, you're expecting, especially when you look at that prop number the way that it is. Yeah, the Zeke yards I want nothing to do with, but the touchdowns, like you said, yeah. four and a half, even money, I would go over on. And like I know this is a different Patriots offense than we saw when Josh McDaniels was calling the plays for Tom Brady, but you know that Bill Belichick and the Patriots like to use their running backs. They'll use three or four different running backs. I mean, James White would be like your pass-catching back. You know, there were times they had Maroney. They've had so many different backs. I could see... Zeke in the goal line back. (laughs) Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. But like they would always, they would carry like three or four on the roster. And I just think that Zeke is going to be the goal line guy over Stevenson. I think that's his only role because he is obviously lost the step. He looks washed. But he still uh, could be that power type back. So I would go over on the touchdowns, under on the yards. What about you, Trista? Yeah, I think that's right. I I would probably stay away from the yards, though. Because I could very easily see Zeke. I don't know. Like, it, you feel like Zeke is a guy who gets first down, second down carries and some goal line touches, which, you know, the yards aren't going to be meaningful there. But, yeah, I think over touchdowns, stay away yards. I wouldn't go under, though, because 400 yeah. and what, 475, I think well, Scott sent us? That's the thing with all these aging running backs, right? It's 425. like yeah, 425, yeah, 425 for him and then you got Delvin Cook yeah. in the sixes in the 600-yard range, 650-ish. And the reason I don't want to run and bet the Rovers is because neither guy is a three-down back anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? Like right. Delvin Cook is going to be used especially while they get Brees Hall back uh, up to speed and then Zeke's probably your goal line guy. How many guys in the NFL really are three-down backs anymore though? Like That's great question. There's very very few. Derrick Henry by default. Yeah. <laughs> Although I know, mean, Bijan Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, most likely. Jonathan Taylor used to be. Jonathan Taylor was used a couple of years ago. I don't know if he's with still a good offensive anymore. line. I think he still is with a good offensive line. I think yeah. he still is. And if if the Steelers have a good offensive line and he's fully healthy, I think Najee Harris would be used every down. Yeah, I mean, you could almost call Saquon a three-down back because he's so good as a pass mm-hmm. catcher, and he proved last year. I mean, when he's running behind a good offensive line and he stays healthy, he's pretty solid back. He could give you 1,200 yards I remember rushing. interviewing uh, Devontae Freeman at the tail end of his career, and I was like, you know, Devontae, are, are, are you an every-down back anymore? And he goes, every down back? Are you serious? Of course I am. And I'm like, I don't think you are, my guy. Like, I don't think you are. I think he was out of the league in, in two years. And I, every time I hear every down back, that's who I think of. Every yeah. down back. Todd Gurley You know how it is, right? Guys are never going to admit when they're past yeah. that point. Yeah. yeah, Todd Gurley was. Yeah. You, you said Joe Mixon a second ago, Scott. He was. But I don't think – I mean, they, that, yeah. the hard part is is you see these teams trying to move some of these guys, and you're like, well, what does that mean their role's going to be at this point? Aaron you Jones should be a three-down back, but Matt LaFleur doesn't know how to use him, and he yeah. tries to make A.J. Dillon You've got A.J. Dillon in there, yeah. I mean, I think Bijan could be a three-down back. I want to yeah. see what he does as a pass catcher. Um you know, I, I, Jameer Gibbs, same thing. We know he was probably the best wide receiver at Alabama. And uh, maybe he could be a three-down back. But I don't know how they're going to use But you still have Montgomery out there, too. Montgomery so, like, Montgomery's back, kind of their goal line guy. So that's yeah. the thing. And we, Like, over the years in the NFL, you kind of had some... I mean, when the Giants had, what, Thunder and Lightning when Ron Dane and Tiki Barber were there years yeah. ago. And occasionally you saw teams in that stage going with multiple running backs. And then there was the year I think the Giants had three running backs they went through. And it was like a bit... I can't remember who it was, but it was... It was Brandon Jacobs, 
Who else uh, was it? Oh, man. I was mean, Tiki Barber a part of that, too? Oh, yeah. It might have been Tiki Barber, Brandon Jacobs, and who was the third? Anyway. Bradshaw? Maybe. Oh, oh man. Mon- it's going to drive me insane. I, know. I got to think about it. The thing it. with that, though, is like that was like yeah. un- that was uncommon. You're at the point now where that's how a lot of teams are actually just doing things. So it's a lot Austin harder. Eckler? To- Would you put him as an every down back? He would put himself as an every down. Yeah. I think you kind of have to. Yeah. I think Austin Eckler's yeah. going to score 20 touchdowns this season. I mean, he's got something to prove, that's for sure. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, you got the MLB swing for the fences from BetMGM. Just log in the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS, Android. You play the BetMGM free-to-play game all the way until September 7th. You could be a batter. You pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area you pick, you get a single, double, triple, or home run. Even a pop-out. Receive that prize associated with that type of hit. It's at BetMGM. We got an early look at week two of the NFL preseason next. It's BetMGM Tonight.